Well, greetings in Christ Jesus. Galatians 6, verses 1 through 3. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. CEOs, chief executive officers, what is your perception of them? Is it positive or negative? This spring, a friend of mine, actually a member at Grace and Fridley, he and I invested together in a company. The two of us over the past many years have gotten to know this company rather well. In fact, this spring, because of the success of the company, I decided I would email the CEO. And one thing led to another, and I eventually got to meet this man face-to-face in downtown Minneapolis. It was absolutely incredible for me to meet this CEO face-to-face. Probably be something like one of you seeing your famous sports hero. When I went to visit this man, it validated the idea that CEOs are actually important. I know that prior, many years ago, I used to have that shallow understanding that CEOs really don't do much. They aren't really necessary. But as I visited with this man, he confirmed the idea that CEOs actually lead. They influence the organization that they are in charge of. And in fact, CEOs set a mindset within the organization, a culture. Now think of the greatest organization ever, the Holy Christian Church. And the Bible is very clear with many, many passages that Jesus Christ is the head. That means he is the CEO. Now, he sets the culture for his church through what we call the Word of God, the Bible. But let us never never underestimate what Jesus said to his disciples the night before he died. This set the tone for his organization. John 13, 34, it says that a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. What Jesus did here is he establishes a unique culture within the Christian church. It differentiates us from anything else found in this world. And it's amazing and incredible, the culture that he wants us to have as his church. Now, Jesus illustrated this by getting down on his knees and washing his disciples' feet. But ultimately, he proved this the following day when he gave his life on the cross. He demonstrated what true love actually meant sacrificing himself for the sins of the world, for your and my sins. Incredible love. 
And this is the example then of the love that he wants us to have for one another. Now enter another man, the Apostle Paul, the writer of our text that I read earlier. The Apostle Paul was a man void of love. He was filled with seething hatred toward Christians like you and me. He despised Christians. He hated them. He wanted them dead. But then a dramatic change occurred, led by the Holy Spirit when he came to faith. And this man who had been totally void of love is suddenly filled with love, the love of Christ, and changed him dramatically. It was transformational for this man to where he realized Himself, that for if anyone thinks himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. In essence, the Apostle Paul realized, I am nothing. God's love is really something. And that's what caused him to pen down these very words that we read earlier, to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the love of Christ. This summer we celebrated the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing. I took a great interest in that when I was a child. One of my favorite heroes from that whole saga was Gene Kranz. He was one of the flight directors at Mission Control. The more I study this man, the more I realize I I hold him in high respect. Before all the other missions started, there was what was called Apollo 1. It was a test. And three astronauts died in a flaming fire within a capsule here on the ground. They learned from that. There were a lot of mistakes that had been made in planning. Three lives were taken. And from that moment, there was established what was called the Kranz Dictum. They were guided by two words, tough and competent. And from those two words, mission control was successful with all those other moon, all those other trips to the moon. It's amazing to me how those two words guided things to success. And then you think of Christ, where it's just merely that one word, love, and how that guides us as his church to success. The Apostle Paul says to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the love love of Christ. That word for burdens actually has the idea of weight. Sometimes it's hard for us to see what kind of weight our fellow Christians are bearing. I just came from the harvest fields out in eastern Washington. Sometimes we can't see how much weight is on the trucks as I, as a combine driver, unload on that truck. I need to make sure that truck is not overweight. And so one of the signs I look at is how the tires are starting to deform under the weight of that truck. Christian love opens our eyes to the weights that our fellow Christians are bearing. 
It opens our eyes to see how we can extend a loving hand or care concern to our fellow Christians who are in need. Maybe you know a fellow Christian who is struggling with some sort of sinful weakness. Maybe you know a fellow classmate who is lonely, appears to be despondent, maybe struggling with some sort of private thing or problem that they're weighed under. Maybe it's even a faculty member or staff member. They bear weight too. All of us are to open our eyes to those opportunities to bear one another's burdens, to have the courage to speak up because the love of Christ compels us. We know the love that he showered upon us, and that compels us into action. With a word of encouragement to a fellow Christian, maybe it's even just a little emoticon sent in a text. Maybe it's just a little smile when they're passing down the sidewalk. Maybe it's even a prayer when you're on your hands and knees. Christian love. Christ as our CEO sets the mindset for us, sets the culture with his death on the cross. May each of us take that encouragement to heart to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Amen. Our hymn today is hymn 231, stanza three.